0: Is Amazon making things worse? Eh, I guess you could say that's a bit of a clickbait title. Uh, the the key component is not Amazon specifically. But 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 and what's by worse? What I mean by worse. Okay, so here's here's the issue at hand. Are we at a pinnacle of audiovisual? computing technology. Are we at a at a high point or have we passed a high point and we're now at a low point? So here's some backdrop. I know the name of the show is Unwired, but we're going to talk about cables. I came across something interesting. I've been um recording with the Blackmagic ATEM Extreme ISO to get the ISO recordings. Um, and it's been proving to be efficient. I have one desk where I have the ISO recordings going into my SanDisk uh, little SSD drive, and then I bring that drive over to my editing station, connect by USB-C, upload the video, and then I edit it. What I've noticed is I have no trouble recording, none at all, and I'm not using the same cable because it's a very short cable I use with ISO Extreme. I have a longer cable that I purchased off of Amazon, a USB-C to USB-C cable to plug into my computer. But I noticed the throughput was really slow. The copy time seemed to take forever. So I used the tool that Blackmagic Design gives you when you install. I forget which application you install, but you get the disk speed test. And so I ran it. And I was getting on my external USB-C 30 megabytes a second throughput, read and write. 30. That's really slow for a USB-C drive. I mean, abysmally slow. So I tried another USB-C drive. I also tried an MSATA external adapter, and I'm getting 30 on all these different devices. I'm trying to figure out, I have these Intel drives, these SanDisk drives, I'm always getting 30? That's crazy. I ran a test on my internal SSD, my internal MVM uh, M-SATA drive. 900 megabyte write. 1,300 megabyte read. That is 30 times the speed. Now, I know the internal bus isn't 30 times the speed of a USB drive, okay? So, I tried a different cable, same speed. Tried another cable, boom, I'm getting 400 uh, megabytes a second write. I'm like, oh my goodness, in this world of trying to be unwired, as my old co-host used to say, we're moving to a world where we we're unwired, the wires still make a difference. Now, I've experienced this with Category 5 versus 5E, five e, the big difference there, versus 6A. There is a difference in, in you know, length and speed that you can get from these cables because they're designated by their speed rating. SDI, you got to go between uh, RG6 and RG59, even though that gets a little bit more complicated. But that's a bandwidth issue, how much bandwidth they can uh, use and over what distance. So you do have designations. But when it comes to USB-C and USB cables, you have USB... C, but that doesn't mean you're getting USB-C speeds, that's just the type of connector, that's just the end You can have a USB 3 cable, is it 3.0, uh, is it 3.1, now that's not the cable, it's the uh, the card that you have is, it, is, the, is the technology USB 3.0, 3.1, 3.2, blah 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 But the cables, you go on Amazon, you buy a cable, you think it should work there's charging cables versus um, throughput cables versus transfer cables. There is a difference. Now, so go back to the question Is Amazon making things worse? Are we at the pinnacle of computing technology, audiovisual, or are we in a worse condition? And this leads to a bigger problem, even beyond just cables. I mean, it's something I learned, it's something I knew but it's not something i th- i knew as well as i thought i did so this wonderful amazon basic cable i bought was throttling my speeds my transfer speeds down to all it can handle was 30 megabytes a second whereas i'm supposed to be getting 400 but how would i know the packaging doesn't say whether it's a transfer cable or not the packaging doesn't say what the actual throughput it just tells you what connector is going to be USB-B US, uh, USB to USB-C, USB-A to USB-C, mini, micro, so forth and so on? What is the cable good for? Now, do we have to go home and test all these cables? Well, once again, is Amazon making things worse? So, Amazon... Provides you the opportunity. it's not just Amazon. There's Alibaba. There's, there's uh, bigger names like um, um, eBay and, and uh, B&H Photo. And I'm not maligning any of these companies. These are places that you can buy from. But Amazon, Alibaba, some of these other companies, they give you easy access to what you think you want. It's much easier than back in the day. Originally... The AV world was very, very, very expensive, you know. <laughs> I remember making mixtapes with the cassette recorder. Now it's much easier with digital audio, you know, even beyond CDs. You could just make an MP3, load it up onto a flash drive. But now, look, there used to be a time where flash drives, you can trust them. You knew if you bought a SanDisk flash drive, you can trust it. it it's tr- long, long life, whatever. Now you go to these sites, you're buying things, and it turns out they're fake. They're they're showing us one terabyte drives you're buying. And then once you plug in and actually try to use it, it's faked, partitioned. It's, it's pretending to be bigger. It's a 16 meg, and it's pretending to be one terabyte, 16 gig, and it's pretending to be one terabyte. So you're being fooled because these things are easily accessible and cheap. There's an article I just read today where a person and we all know better, there was a 16 terabyte external drive that was listed for $20. Come on, we all know that's fake. A 16 terabyte SSD is in in the area of $3,000. So he bought it just to see what it was, and he says he avoids getting you know giving the money to them because he reports it as fake and then he gets his money refunded so the seller doesn't get any money but it turned out to be an SSD looking enclosure but all it did was have a SSD reader in it an SSD card in there and the SSD card didn't even work so that's obvious fraud but now it's so much easier to get these. Back in the day, we would have to get on our, in our vehicles or walk down the street to a local store. Oh, I miss you, Comp USA, And buy the equipment. And if you had any problem, you can go right back to the store. With, um, with online purchases, you can buy something, have it there that same day. But let's say, for instance, you don't use it for a while or you're buying it for a, a soon a project that's coming up. Then when you go to use it on the project, it's bad, and you've, you've passed your 30-day return policy. And then you look and you check, and the warranty is only for 30 days. Or is Amazon, or a better question is, is the easy accessibility of fraudulent products making things worse? Well, once you have the word fraudulent in there, that's an easy answer. yes easy access to fraudulent products, the hard ability. Well, but wait a second. I remember many years ago, I went with my then-girlfriend to a store in Brooklyn to buy a printer. Nowhere on the printer box did it say it only has trial ink. Got the printer. I mean, we're talking, whew, it's a long time ago. Got the printer, got it back to the house. It set up the printer. She was able to do like 10 pages of her project Boom, no ink. Ink's gone. It only came with a starter pack. of I ink. Mean, never said anything on the package. So let's not pretend this is an issue that only involves unscrupulous companies. This was a big, well-known company. And by printer, now that I remember, it was actually a typewriter with starter ribbon. <laughs> it was a word processor typewriter. I think, I was thinking printer because it was actually a digital, it was a plug-in typewriter with the little, what was it, Uh, a one-line LCD that had, um, at least you can see what you're typing, but it came with a starter ribbon, not even starter ink, wow, memories. So we would consider that unscrupulous because, first of all, the store owner never told us it was just a starter pack. We would have bought the ink, (laughs) excuse me, the ribbon, immediately then we we know she needed to print out a whole big uh, project and so it became a waste of our time now it's just easier to waste your time and money so in 10 minutes flat i can tell you yes online shopping the ability to buy these companies without uh any regard and and there have been some instances where there have been trying to be some crackdowns on these companies. It's up to us to report it. But then that means we're wasting our time. That means these bigger online companies are just, um, they're just middlemen, basically. They're handing off things. You go there. It, there's 20,000 reviews on a product. And you don't know if it's true. I think I've mentioned before, the only thing I look at is the bad reviews. I want to know what problems people had, if they're legitimate problems, and if they're problems that would affect me if I buy this. I don't even look at good reviews. Why bother? If the product works as advertised, do I need someone to reinforce that? I'll trust the company at first, but if if I see out of 200 reviews that 50 people have had problems with it, I'm not going to buy it. If I see a product, I'm not going to look at the 150 happy people. I'm going to look at the 50, and that doesn't mean all the 50 bad reviews are legitimate. Some people just say, oh, I didn't like it, or they had a problem with how it was shipped or something like that. I look at the bad reviews to see if I can live with the issues that they had problems with. But these clearinghouses, basically, they're allowing you to buy other people's products, And they're not checking the products to see if they're legitimate. They're just saying, hey, we're going to ship you. It's fulfilled by us. We're the ones going to ship it to you, but someone else made it. Someone else is responsible for it. And a lot of times you get that finger pointing if you have a problem. I ordered something. Now, this is a good side of Amazon's customer service. I ordered something. It distinctly had a description on it. Once I got it in, I... I realized this is the completely wrong product. They said it was X, and it was not X. I called Amazon because when I tried to hit refund, it was a food item. They uh, said, it's no, you're not able to refund. You're not able to send this back. Uh, they don't want you to transmit, you know, your issues. You might open the package. You can't return. Not like a grocery store with a physical location. You can just go return it at the grocery store, but Amazon. Now, their customer service, they just refunded me the money and allowed me to keep the product. The product is useless to me because it's not what I wanted, but they just said, keep it, we'll refund your money. That's what we would say is good customer service. Even though they blocked me from returning it, they at least enabled me to, to have a resolution to my problem that was acceptable. Now I can just give the product away to somebody else, no loss. Those are the good instances. How many we've We've heard too many horror stories of people buying something It turns out not to be what they want, and then there's a bunch of finger pointing and you can't get resolution. So in the AV world, in the computing world, is Amazon, is online purchasing, ease of access to all these products making things worse. There was a time when, as I said before, camera, video equipment, very expensive. Unless you bought some really terrible things, it was very expensive. And so the price has been reduced, and part of that is ease of accessibility to these products. But then you, t- if you turn around and find out that even the major companies, let's say Canon batteries, you want to buy official Canon batteries. Uh, there was a big th- issue a while back where the batteries you were buying that said official Canon weren't even official Canon batteries. There's batteries that I took at a trade show and said, hey, I'm having problems with this Canon battery. They looked at and said, that's not a Canon battery. So without proper checks and balances, things are actually a little bit worse. You have to do your research. You have to take your time, find the right products, really research and find out, and even then you can be taken. So, sad to say, <laughs> online purchasing has made things a little bit worse. It's allowed more access to unscrupulous people. Is it really Amazon's fault? Yeah, th- if maybe if they did a bit more quality control, and you're going to ask, well, how could they control? They sell millions of products. Well, that's their issue, isn't it? Maybe don't sell millions of products. Maybe only sell things that you can verify, and you'll turn around and say, well, what kind of business model is that? They're in the, they're in the business of making money. Well, I'm in the business of not wasting my money. So if you're going to be an unscrupulous shopper, and I'm not saying specifically Amazon, they are just an example of an online process that includes many other vendors, okay? But the fact of the matter is, as one of the biggest sellers of counterfeit products, of of items that turn out to be um, non-working... Now, they have to beef beef up their customer service, which actually is harder to get access to sometimes. They are just an example of a system that needs a few checks and balances, and it's better if these systems, these companies put it in place themselves than wait for congressional approval to do it. So that's my take. What is your thoughts? Go ahead and, and email us. Uh, you can send an email to unwired at spaceage-llc.com. You can hit me up at Twitter, at rbaker underscore spaceage. Um, what is your thoughts on this dilemma? What are your thoughts on are things better now that we have access to more things, many of which are just unscrupulous devices? That's my take. What's yours?